Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners. I hope you're doing well today. Welcome back to my podcast. This is where you can do plenty of listening in order to improve your English, because listening is a vital part of the process. You have to listen, 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 listen. The five L's. Listening, 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 listening. You have to do plenty of listening and generally get used to hearing natural English as it is spoken. And my podcast is here to help you to do that. In this episode, Amber and Paul are back on the podcast. In case you don't know, Amber Minogue and Paul Taylor are my friends who've been regular guests on this show for many, many years. They are both stand-up comedians from the UK living in Paris, like me. And a couple of weeks ago, the three of us got together here in my room and we had a conversation for this podcast. We didn't plan the topic in advance, okay? In fact, well, to be fair, I did have a plan, but I just didn't get to the plan. Uh, we ended up talking about something more interesting than what I'd planned. So essentially, uh, you're going to hear a lot of spontaneous, natural speaking, a totally natural conversation that moves from one thing to another thing in the most natural way. We're not slowing down or trying to use the easy words. Uh, this is just how we speak normally when we are together. And as you will notice, sometimes I try to explain things or clarify things as we go. I try to like stop the conversation sometimes to try and clarify what's going on to help you. But still, it might be difficult depending on your English level. If you like, you can think of this as a kind of listening test. Can you follow what we're saying? And can you keep up with all the changes in the conversation? If you don't understand everything, that's all right. But I encourage you to keep going and keep listening. You'll see that the episode title is Toilets, Titanic and TikTok, which gives you a general idea of what we talk about during the conversation. We didn't have a lot of time, so I just pressed record. And then quite quickly, we found ourselves, first of all, talking about toilets. I think that's Paul Taylor's fault. So there's a good 45 minutes of us talking about toilets. And by the way, in British English, the word toilet means both the room and the thing in the room that you sit on. They're both called the toilet. In American English, the toilet is just the thing that you sit on. And the room in American English would probably be called the restroom or the bathroom. Although when we go there, to be fair, we're not having a rest or a bath. Uh, but still, the toilet, in British English, it's the toilet. You go to the toilet, you sit on the toilet, you stand in front of the toilet. It's the toilet. Or the loo as well is another one. Loo, L-O-O. -O. The loo, that's short for lavatory. 
So anyway, this is a conversation about toilets, okay? And we talk about what people do in the toilet, on the toilet, near the toilet, even above the toilet in some cases. So be ready for some rather specific and possibly disgusting details about this topic. I don't know how you feel about this subject. Personally, I find it quite fascinating to learn about this very private thing that we don't always talk about, except maybe when we are with close friends like like this. For example, any women listening, do you know what happens in men's public toilets? And do you want to know even? I don't know. But do you know what goes on in men's toilets? And, and men, do you know what goes on in women's public toilets? I think we know what basically happens, right? But what about certain other unknown things? For example, why is there usually a much bigger queue at the women's loo? Um, I'm not judging. I mean, it must be annoying for women. You, you, you want to pop to the loo and then there's a huge queue. Whereas the men can just come and go as they please, it seems. Why is there always a much bigger queue for the for the ladies? And do men always stand up when they pee? Or do they sometimes do it sitting down? And which one is actually easier or better? How do other people deal with public toilets, which can be dirty or messy? And in fact, why are they so messy, especially in the toilet cubicles? What are people actually doing in there? And have you ever argued with someone you live with about leaving the toilet seat up? Women often get frustrated with men who leave the toilet seat up. So toilet seat up, toilet seat down. What's actually going on here? Why is that annoying? And who is right? Is it possible to settle this argument once and for all? So that's just a sample of the kinds of things we're talking about in this episode, okay? So brace yourself, toilet talk is coming with some specific references to hygiene and cleanliness, okay? So that's just a little heads up for you. Some potentially disgusting stuff, okay? Then somehow we go from talking about the toilet to talking about the film Titanic, and I think that will generally be less disgusting and less problematic uh, although arguably what happened on the Titanic is much worse than what normally happens in the toilet. But, you know, I don't know your habits. I don't know your life. Um, and then things get a bit more graphic at the end of the conversation as we talk about some weird, disgusting and yet strangely satisfying videos that we like to watch on TikTok and YouTube. OK, so that's just an overview of the subject. So, you know, some potentially... I don't know, disgusting stuff, but interesting stuff, I, I think, and entertaining as well. Uh, hopefully you'll learn a few things. Okay, right, that's it for this introduction. So now here is an unedited talk full of tangents about tea, toilets, Titanic, TikTok trends, and more. And here we go. Um, okay. I think it's time to start. I'll just have okay. to do that tea, the rest of that tea in the in in the. Um, well, just, just what, what have you got to do with it? Just put the milk in and stir it. Um, yeah, I've got to fish out the tea bag. Yeah, that'll take a minute, won't it? Yeah, but everything's complicated. Why it is it a bit complicated? Because I've got a microphone in my hand. We've started. Oh, have you oh, started? Okay. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to edit into the beginning of this. Why did you already start? Why did you wait just... an extra thirty seconds to do the tea? Because I just thought I'll press record on that, and then I don't have to worry about it. It's just okay. one less thing to to remember. Yeah. Um, so, and what I'm going to have to do now is fish out the tea bag uh, and put it in the bin, and then put milk in my That's tea. That's right. We, we 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 can talk. We can. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you. Uh, well, 
We'll gonna, do the jingle. Amber and Paul on the podcast. I'll do the jingle. So yeah. I'll do the jingle now, but you again, you won't be able to hear it. We know. You know, so yeah. we'll, it'll be playing. We'll just have to look at each other awkwardly. Well, you just okay. let us know when the jingle's finished. Okay, here we go. hope this is not too loud. Here we are. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. That's the end of the jingle. Oh, the jingle is over. Um, um, Amber, what's the situation? Uh, We're in the pod palace. Um, Is that what we call it now? The pod palace? That's I, new. I haven't heard that before. It's a bit of alliteration for you. Mm. Uh, we're we're in Chateau Pod um, with tea. <laughs> we got some tea. Which oh. tea? Yorkshire the two tea. There's three Yorkshire teas. Yorkshire tea. T- Thompson Taylor and tea. And is there a tea in your name at all? No. Okay. No tea. Well, there's going to be a tea inside you though. There's, any moment now. Well, there is. Yeah, Can exactly. Easy, easy. Uh, well, not in that way. I mean, this tea. This yeah. tea. Anyway, it's not the beginning of a porno. We're, I'm not talking. I was yeah, talking, you're talking. Into, you're talking into the microphone. I was mic. talking into the tea. I'm not talking and into the, the microphone. <laughs> I was about to drink my microphone. Uh, I can't multitask. Oh, dear. Hello, I'm already interrupting the episode. I know I'm sorry, but I just needed to explain that because you just heard us talking and then laughing and you're thinking what what are they laughing about i'm i want to know why why are they laughing like weirdos well basically what happened is that i was trying to make my tea and i had my tea in my hand and i had my microphone in the other hand and i got confused and i started speaking into my tea and i was going to drink my microphone that's what happened okay yeah hilarious all right let's carry on Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to Luke's English Podcast, everyone. Amber and Paul are with me, as you can see. Uh, here we are in the Pod Palace, which is nice. Uh, how are you both? Okay. Feel yeah. like shit. Feel like shit. No, I'm just nah, good. Yeah. I just uh, nah, it's a cup of tea will make you feel. Cup better. of tea. Cup of tea. Nice cup of tea. Now that you do videos, mm. how many? How? What's the ratio of people watching to just people listening? Uh, do you? It depends on each uh, episode. But okay. Generally speaking, there are still more listeners. Okay. Well, hello, uh, listeners. If hello you're listeners. not watching this, uh, we will try uh, as much as possible to not make visual jokes. Exactly. Mm. And if something visual does come up, we have to use words to explain it. Not now, Paul. <laughs> it's all getting a bit sort of fruity, isn't it, to the pod room it's today? It's spicy. Now that I've yeah. sat down, I can't put my zip up. You're going to have to explain that Paul just then uh, pretended to undo his trousers. No, he did undo them. He actually did. Uh, he oh, no, I didn't undo the trousers. I undid my zip. The zip came down. But I don't think they were, he was actually going to go all the way, as no. they say. No, the, uh, the unbuckling the unbuckling should never happen unless you're sitting down and going to the toilet. That's the only time of the day when the unbuckling... Or do you pee unbuckled? Hold on a minute. What? What's going on? No, just, I just... just I, I feel like... When we've lost them. I feel we've like, lost them. I feel like when you're a man... Back. Yes. Or I guess a woman wearing trousers with a belt... Okay. A human wearing trousers with a belt. There we go. I don't want to. I don't want to be yeah. gender specific. Yeah. Um, I feel like the only time that you unbuckle and you unbutton your trousers is when you it, it, during the day is either when you're taking them off or putting them on, or when you're sitting down going to the toilet. Well, there are times. But some men, yes, they go to urinals and un- I don't know why they Sit. unbuckle and they undo their button. Ah. And they get the todger out yeah. and go for a wee. I'm like, why are you unbuckling? So 
what you don't understand is the way that some men, when they urinate standing up at the urinal, exactly, or in front of a toilet, um, yeah, if they're being accurate, or, or in a tree, yeah, whatever. That the, some guys unbuckle everything; they don't just do the zipper. Yeah, now, I don't have the answer to this. Heavy load. Yeah, heavy, or, heavy or, or big balls. Heavy loads. Are they taking the balls out as well? Well, I don't know. Because the thing is, if, you, if your balls are like constrained, it, 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 so have you, you, it must have happened at some point where uh, you're wearing a <laughs> thing like you're going skiing or something, and for some reason, <laughs> this, it, the balls are tighter than they should be, and mm -hmm. it, it, it cuts the flow of the urine. Oh really? What well, the, the urine doesn't go through the balls? No, I know, but if it they need it, it there's yeah. it, there's there's a tube in there that is somewhere. I don't know. Scientific English on Luke's English podcast. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about the way this episode has begun. I know. But I feel like because we don't have that much time, <laughs> got to keep it in. I, I, we've got to just keep going. This is kind of a new rule-ish on my show. Normally I do that for my rambling episodes where I just, if I've pressed record, Too late. we have to keep going. Well, there we go. So that we just have to keep going now. I mean, we could technically go back and start this again and make it less rude. Uh, but we're not going to. No. Um, well, yeah. we've set the tone. We can only go up. Exactly. I don't know. I think there's a lot of room down there. To go there. down, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. We could get worse. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, should we carry on talking about that? I think there's there's a lot of room for uh, uh, conversation. I, I, feel like, I feel like going to the toilet is a topic that people don't talk about enough mm. about how and what's going on. Yeah. I feel like it just, people just assume they do the way they do it is the way that it's done. Mm -hmm. the, and, and the thing is, as guys, we are fortunate because we see other guys peeing next to us. Well, girls often pee together. But in the same cubicle. Yeah. Let him finish his point though first before we go into Carry the on. Well, no, but then that's the same point. But so we get, sometimes you see things and you go, what? That's weird. Like there was a guy I used to work with, um, in my previous job where on a break or something we'd you know a bunch of us would go to the toilet and this guy would stand and I'm going to do the, I said I wouldn't do a visual gag but I will explain it I'm standing yeah. and he would undo the belt which is dangerous because if you undo the belt right trousers could fall here we go no, Paul's undoing his belt look, the risk of the urine falling on the, the dangly belt. bit of the belt that's in front is a high percentage yeah. so anyway this guy would undo his belt undo his trousers and go for a pee with both hands behind his back <gasps> what <gasps> was he a large man he wasn't that large, I mean, no. either fat what? or did he have a large... No, he Tasha. was just... I don't... You know, some people hold the... It, it was just a weird... Now I've got to sit with the belt done up. Anyway. So the original question was why... The original uh, thesis, hypothesis, was that uh, men... <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm, I'm explaining it. The original hypothesis, the original statement, which, which we are now attempting to prove or disprove, is that men only need to unbuckle the belt and undo the button at the top of the trousers twice a day once when you put them on and once when you take them off or when you're sitting down to go to the unless toilet unless you urinate in an unconventional way or you're going for a poo or you're going for a poo yeah are there any <laughs> I think maybe we should start no, this again no I mean I've, I'm like I'm learning a lot I'm learning a lot you know how, I don't... Do, how do you do it if you're wearing a onesie like bodysuit you're getting naked you're getting naked but in the toilet what do you do with the bodysuit depends on the toilet well let's say it's what Let's say you're at a friend's house. Let's say you're at your house. Okay. So well, there's, the like, there's, the a jump, there's a jumpsuit. So it's like you're, you've got to like take it off. You're like an all-in-one is what you're talking yes. about. Well, then you just take it off and it sort of pulls around your ankles, doesn't it? And there you are left. You but when you're, when you're at home, that's okay because it's clean. Yes. If it's Paris, like if there's a really filthy toilet, you could go so far as to take it off and hang it up. 
Rendering okay. yourself essentially nude. But in this the is why. But there's always shoes sh- still on. Shoes on. Yeah. But is don't you have to take the shoes off to take this jumpsuit depends. off? Depends. It does depend. So then you've got to take one foot out, take the leg out, you then put your le- your shoe back in. So you're yeah. naked with shoes on. It could happen. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> this is why it, there's always a huge queue outside the ladies' loos. <laughs> Because they're doing this stuff. Got to get naked, take our shoes like off. Taking the, it's, like, it's like Mission Impossible in there. Yeah. But sometimes it can just, st- like trousers, you know, your trousers don't necessarily go to the floor. No, they don't. But so if you've you got just... a jumpsuit, that was my question, because yeah. if you take off a jumpsuit, then you've got the arms that are yeah. flailing all well, over. Well, you can just like hold it all up, you know. It depends on the material, depends on the filthiness oh. of the toilet, depends on how fussy you are. So okay. what actually happens inside a, a woman's toilet is the subject here now. We've moved on from when would a man need to unbuckle his trousers during the day and we've moved on to what actually occurs well, inside a lady's well, toilet. the great debate in the lady's toilet is yeah. to hover or not. Right, mm. how do you... So, wait, explain hover, if you don't mind. Hover means to not sit fully with your weight on the toilet, so but to, rather to sort of balance above it. Not so that you don't actually touch so the no seat. So no bottom is touching the toilet seat. Is anything touching the seat no, at all? No, nothing. So it's, it's a urinate... Sit, sitting down without touching the seat. Yeah. How do you actually do that then? We well, see. I don't hover. I disagree with you're hovering. Co- but your your your, your height probably depends uh, my depends height on your height. Also, right? does make hovering very difficult. <laughs> sometimes, if you try sometimes to I've gone to toilets where my feet don't touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it has happened. Oh my god! So, um... so you're dangling feet while going for it like Absolutely. a little Absolutely. <laughs> like a child. It's rare, but it has happened. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. So hovering. So obviously a woman might do this hovering so mm. that for hygienic reasons because yeah. they don't want to touch the seat because they think it's going to be dirty. Yeah. yeah so, um, but well, you don't that. agree with hovering. You actually disagree with it on. I disagree of, with hovering. Uh, why? Number of reasons. One, you're more likely to create mess. You're gonna. You, there's there's a greater chance of splatter. Mm-hmm. Which, spillage or spillage, whatever you want to call which it. could happen on the seat or even onto your good self don't want that yeah it's not that comfortable apparently it's not as good for you for your body and yeah to be stripped to be like in your muscles position, all mm-hmm. tight like that holding you yourself in the position yeah it's not a good it, way. you're not getting a full release or not a full bladder release um and i mean the the real thing you need to do is uh wh- what i've learned recently is you need to close the toilet lid when you flush that's yes, very important. Yes, and then wash your hands and you're good. You're going to have a shower, aren't so you? So what do you do if you go to a public toilet that's disgusting? I mean, of course, if it's absolutely rank, like covered in piss and stuff. Yeah. like Yeah, sometimes you've got to hover. Mm. It's always there. Mm. Or hold or find a different one. But normally, like a lady's toilet, they're not that disgusting. Okay. They're fine. You know, there's like, you, uh, you can actually take soap from the sink Mm-hmm. And put it on tissue, mm-hmm. put a bit of water, and actually kind of clean the seat yeah, I do before that. you sit down. You can actually use the materials that are available to you. If there's hand sanitizer, yeah. you could use that on the seat as well. That's going to kill 99.9% yeah. <laughs> of your, <laughs> of, of your self respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do that. But I, I feel that we're, now we're in this rabbit hole. We just have to keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um, some of the listeners are disagreeing with us, but we're no. going. We're going there. I told you I learned Italian, and I didn't. What? I was terrible at it. Wait, 
you took Italian I lessons. I took Italian. You tried yeah, to learn Italian. I tried Italian. to learn Italian. Okay. And you were bad I went at to, it. Oh, terrible. Went to Italy. We were in like the beginner's class. Like it was very hard to like, get a conversation. When I first moved to France, oh, I was okay. like, I'm never going to learn Move French. Move to France, learn Italian. You know the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all my friends were Italian. And I thought, well, I'm only ever speaking Italian. So I thought, I'll try and learn Italian. Much more fun. I went to Italy and I was like uh, staying there for three weeks with this uh, guy who had a chihuahua called Igor, which is very good. <laughs> and in our language classes, it was terrible because like we all basically couldn't say anything. And the most animated discussion we ever had was about toilets. And we were like, everyone was like, oh, I've got something to say about toilets. Yeah, me too. So I have taught many, many, many English classes over the years. And um, I have, this is, you know, many subjects have come up. They just come up naturally and whatever. This subject... The one we're talking about now, what happens in men's toilets, what happens in women's toilets, when you have the right group of people, mm. when there isn't one person who just freaks out because they can't handle it, um, that is one of the most interesting and most enjoyable conversations that yeah. I've had in a language class. I remember one particular class where uh, we all learned something yeah. that we didn't know before. Uh, <laughs> like, for example, what I didn't realise was that there are two types of people in the world. Yeah, There's people who wipe sitting down and there's people who wipe standing up. No, I'm sorry, more, what? Sorry, there's more than that. Sorry. Standing the, up? Because you've got to combine that. Yeah, you just learned something. I yeah, did. Yeah, I know. I, I, but you've got to combine that with the people that wipe f this way from the from the front and, and the people, people that wipe, wipe, wipe from the back. From the back. So there's actually multiple... Because people that can stand up, wipe from the back, or stand up, wipe, wipe from, from the, the front. front. Sit down, sit wipe from the front. Sit down, wipe from the back. So there's four... It's a, it's a, it's a table with four squares in it. Yeah. Um, How does, does that mean there's 16 possibilities? No, no, no. There's there's eight, surely. No, four. Well, stand because you, up, cause you from stand the front. Up. Stand up, white from the back. Sit down, white from the front. Sit down, white from the back. It's four possibilities. Okay. Sixteen. I don't know. <laughs> Maths. <Math, stop. laughs> no. Yeah, I know. But you know when they have I those things, mean, it's, it's like there's like, like you go. Yeah. There, there's like four different possibilities, and there's like there's twenty there's twenty thousand possibilities. You're like, what would you mean? I understood. There's yeah, only four. I okay, I got it. But no. Uh, no, but I mean, it's it's fascinating. <laughs> it is. Do you, yeah. Uh, shall I ask if you're no, a white? No, I think that's enough. Okay, well. <laughs> I, think, I think we need some mystery. I don't want. To it's gone too far. Paul, you have in the past in stand-up, I believe, yes. you talked about the Spider-Man. Mm. Now, this is something that I, allegedly happens in the ladies' lose. Yeah. What is the Spider-Man? And Amber, can you help us understand this? Well, yeah, the joke that I had was about the hovering thing where you're like hovering, but then sometimes your muscles can't. So then you're holding onto the wall yes. at the same time. So it was, it was, and it, it in my mind, it looked like Spider-Man. There's, there's never a way that the feet could come up onto the wall as well so that you're not, you're just completely... <laughs> I mean, that's next level shitting, that is. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah, well, sometimes you do go into the toilet and see that the pee is splattered everywhere mm. and you think, what happened here? Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Actually, talking of Spider-Man, how does he go to the toilet? You're there, he's there in his onesie. Well, in his onesie. And he turns that's... up to the toilet and, uh, yeah, what does he well, do? Well, he's got to take his mask off first, his head thing. He's got to take the mask off. And then... And then, how does he... Is it... Is there a is there a, a gap between no. his thorax? No, and no, his, no. It's a one. It's just one piece, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't know where do? the zip is, but just out the bottom, just out of the, the ankle, just, just yeah. down the trouser and out of the ankle. He or down, his, yeah. I don't know. If, there was a guy I used to work with who used to get undressed. He, he, he like he was like, I need to get like I have to be naked when I. I've heard about when this. I go to the toilet. Wait, some people need to be naked when they. Go to the toilet. Yeah, and you worked with one of I these. I worked people. with one of, his, one of these guys, and so I d we had this similar conversation at dinner one time. Yes, and it turned into him explaining how he would go to the toilet because we were like, "Hold on, but what happens if you're on a train or something?" He's like, "No, it, it 
naked all the time we're like hold on <gasps> logistically how does this work what do you do he goes well I take my shoes off first of all yeah and then um and then, like, he would take each individual bit of clothing or fold it up and then put it on top of his shoes. And he's, he's, so the, the clothing never touches the floor. Okay. And then the very last bit, would he would take his socks off, put them on the pile, the and, then, and then put his feet on top of the pile. But why would he need to be naked to urinate? I don't know. But not to urinate. To, 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 to defecate. To defecate, yeah. To, to do go a, to do a poo. To, do a, to, to have a shit. To go for the shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, for, and it was it was mind blowing. It was an interesting conversation to have over dinner, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was it was. I was like, because I'd never met anyone like that, and I was like, but hold on. So, because he first of all he said he was doing that at home. I'm like, but what about public? He's like, yeah, I have to do that in public too. And he was explaining at one time he was on a train in Spain, on the plains where it rains, and he was he was describing his whole thing because he didn't want obviously to touch the floor, and so. Yeah, the shoes were the the buffer zone from the floor to the rest of the clothes and him. But there is a point where he's got his sock, his feet with socks on are on the floor of the t- public toilet. Oh, mm-hmm. there's the but there's a big danger of getting that horrible thing called wet sock. Yeah, that that's horrible. Oh, that's and if like it's like the worst thing. It's the worst thing ever. Where, even if it's just water that's mm-hmm. on the floor after you've watered a plant and your own home, and then you get yeah. that wet sock is terrible. But wet sock when it's unknown liquid in a public toilet yeah. when it's not unknown liquid is well, it well it is but it's probably going to be urine you know oh. it's like people who go on aeroplanes and take their shoes off and put like the socks that they provide you sometimes if it's a long flight they, you get a little a little pair of socks only in, yeah. in business no you do get it in, a, in, in yeah you get what's the purpose of those socks I think it's because they you want to take your socks off and your shoes and then they give you an extra Fresh pair of socks, socks so that when you it might only be in business you might be right yeah. They're not. They're not those ones that. But they're like really bad, like really yeah, horrific socks. socks. Yeah. yeah, they're rubber. They're the worst socks. Yeah, uh, but they're they're not those socks that prevent you from dying because no. you get a blood clot oh, in your cons- leg. No, no. they're not those socks. The they're just pathetic token. Here are some sort of socks. You know, yeah. like don't complain about the service. We gave you socks. Mm. But then some people just still go to the toilet only with their socks on, and going for a pee on an aeroplane. Yeah. As a as a man is de- is difficult. Mm. Uh, it's happened. You, it, I mean, it, well, because if there's turbulence, the thing is, is like n- the toilet is so small, and your head is like under the. So you have to like lean forward, like with your head back to try and pee on me to try and to <laughs> try an and, to try and pee in the thing because the ceiling is quite low. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then if there's turbulence, then you could, like have to hold on to the edges, so then you've got no control yeah. over the over the todger, to, mm. and so. It, it, it toilet floors are always wet in 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 air, airplanes because they're also the little sink that they provide. You know, you wash yes. your hands and it drips on the floor, so it's probably a mixture of pee and water. Water down. Pee. Why would you ever walk in there with your? I don't know if anyone does it barefoot. I, I don't know. I don't understand what some people how some people live. I really don't. No. Um, yeah. Um, but also, uh, don't don't. Do some men sit down when they urinate? Is another yeah. open question. I do. Do you? Ninety percent. I only How stand we up. That? We've had this conversation before. I Have already we? knew. I knew you sat down. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't really see the good friends. Good yeah, friends. That's, that's right. how it's a detail that stayed with me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, 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 I approve. And when you, when you learnt that, what did you think? I approve. 
For, for what reasons? For the very good reason that you never have seat up in your house. And you never accidentally, in the night, sit down and there's no toilets below you and you're just falling in. Here's, a, mm. here's, a, here's an interesting dilemma. Mm. You know the way women are usually annoyed at men that we leave the seat up? Yes. Yeah. Why should... Ah. What, what, why is it not annoying for us that we always have to lift it up and it's not always already up? Let's start this with what's the grievance about leaving the seat up? What's the, what's the issue with that? Okay, it's twofold. So... Uh, <laughs> Love this. <laughs> so, well, one, it is very... Un- well, there's multiple reasons, actually. So, one, it's very unfortunate if you don't notice you sit down, you're sitting on a rim. Unexpected yeah, cold. If you don't notice. You don't notice. Right, and you right. just end up sitting on the rim of the toilet, for example, at night when you're like, oh, I've got to go to the loo. Absolutely. bang, oh, It's cold and it's cold horrible. Cold and you sli- it's slippery, you might slip into the toilet. Also, right. even though you've lifted up, it can still be... A little unpleasant there. Mm-hmm. You know, there still well, might have been accidents. Uh, even though you've lifted it up, it, lifted might, up the, you, you might have there might still spilled be some, a little bit yeah. on the edge or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you see, and now we've got to take the toilet ah, in our hands. Right, so this, this, so the second, the first thing is that you don't want to sit on a, uh, on a the, dirty on the rim, which could be slippery, cold or dirty. The yeah. second thing is you don't want to have to touch the seat. And the third thing is really... Oh, there's three. Well, Threefold. really, you should have... Ideally, shut the whole lid. Yeah, that's true. The whole lid should be shut because otherwise you're just infusing yes. your whole, as Sarah calls it, the toilet room yeah. mm-hmm. with a sort of a vaporised um, faecal matter. Yeah, yeah the, 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 you're absolutely right. Basically, the conclusion is the top Everything lid should has be shut. to come down when the toilet is flushed. Correct. Because if you leave that up when you flush the toilet... Bits of stuff do come out. You might not notice it, but stuff to do. Keep the lid down. Yeah. Both lids, everyone, okay? And you know what they've done in France? Instead of doing that, they've just built a separate room. That's why they have separate toilets here, because the people can't what's be separate? bothered. What's separate Well, because, you know, in England, all the toilets are in the bathroom. In the bathroom. With, There's yeah. no separate room to the toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're like, we'll close the lid, because otherwise the shit water vapour will end up on your toothbrush, and then you're brushing your teeth with faecal shit. Mm. This is why British people have bad teeth. Exactly. Whereas the French have gone... We could close the lid, or we could build a whole other room just for the toilet, so then we don't need to just close to, the lid. Just to contain it all in one single space. But I like it being in a separate room. Oh, I do as well. Yeah, it was, it was, it's much more practical. Yeah, yeah, it's but true. to the second point... But someone can be in the bathroom and yeah. another person in the toilet. Because exactly. I don't think people think... I think most <clears throat> couples argue about the seat up, seat down, because... You need the seat down. Hold on, just one thing. Yeah, but that's... You need it down as well. I don't need it down. I've just no, chosen... No, no, not you as when you're peeing, like... Oh, Some of the time, you need it down too. So, for the lady, she needs it down 100% of the time. And for the man, some of the time. So, yeah. you know... So, that means enough. 75% of the time, the seat it's should worth, be down. Yeah, and uh, so... I don't know if it's 75%, but you know what I mean. <laughs> depends, depends how in general, you are. Speaking roughly, I don't know how often you do a poo, but um, your poo-to-pee ratio, it, obviously, it depends. How, yeah. how are the toilet politics in your house? Do you put down... But the, the thing yeah, is, it's like when... when, 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 when your other half, who's a lady, goes to the toilet. Why doesn't she feel the necessity, the necessity, the, necessi- the, need, the, the need. need to lift it up for them, so that when so, we show up, so we th- don't have to lift it up? This is a response mm. to point two, Amber's second point, which is that she doesn't want to touch the seat, which is a reasonable thing because the seat could be. Dirty. You don't want to have to touch it all the time. But we have to deal with point two as well. Um, I mean, we don't have to deal with points one and three, so you win the argument. But we do. Well, let's not uh, ignore the fact. That we do have to deal with point two as well, which is that we also have to... So you're fine with us touching the seat, basically. I think the but, compromise yeah. should be that when we go to the toilet, we pull the 
the seat down to yes. leave it for the ladies. And when the ladies go to the toilet, they lift the seat up to leave no, it for us no, to go no. for a No, no, here is the thing. Here's the solution. <laughs> the Tell neutral me. position, which also deals with point three, which is that you don't want the, <laughs> the stuff coming out of the toilet at all, even if it's tiny little microbes or whatever. Uh, the neutral, there is a neutral position for the toilet, and that is seat down, lid on. Yeah. And that is the ending neutral point. We Unfortunately, we all have to touch the seat, but we can wash our hands. It's yes. okay. So the seat goes down, the lid goes on top, and that is the way the, the toilet should be when you enter and when you leave the toilet. That's the end of it, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, well done. Well done. I'm glad we've well settled done. that. There you go. We've sorted that one out, everybody. Listeners, we have sorted out the toilet situation. Put the um, lid down. Unless we've, unless we've missed something. I don't know if we've missed something. I don't something think so. There. No. I guess, um, I mean, when Sarah uh, Donnelly was here on this show, the very first thing we talked about in the episode was that toilet Ooh. in the corridor. Is it, a, is it a, a Turkish toilet, as they call it in France? Yeah, that's exactly it. She said, oh, I, I see you have a Turkish toilet. And I was like, what, you call it a Turkish toilet? Is anyone else call it a Turkish toilet? No, it's just so a it's French. A French I don't think the Americans yeah. call it a Turkish. I think she's just They've using... They've never seen it in America. No, <laughs> no, those sorts of toilets that wouldn't be possible in America. No, they Not didn't possible. exist before no. the country existed. Um, so um, I think in England we call them French campsite toilets, don't we? Or they're the toilets that uh, English people notice at French campsites, yeah. or they did in the 70s and the 80s anyway. Yeah. Um, so It's one of those things that is... It changes nationality depending on where you are. It's like it's like the the, the telephone game, you know, that mm. the, the, the we call Chinese whispers, which the French call the Arabic telephone. Uh-huh. Uh, other, I'm sure it's one of those you know racist undertone things. That's why French call it the the les toilettes turques because a French person went to Turkey one time in the past and was like, oh. We've got these. Inf- oh, so we must have taken them from the Turks. But in Turkey, I can't remember. They're not called obviously yeah. Turkish toilets in in Turkey. They're called something else. It's like Pepe Le Pew, mm. the cartoon character. He's French for us, mm-hmm. but in for French people, he's Italian. He's Italian, yeah. He's French for everyone. He's French for so everyone. Pe- oh, hold on, we've lost them again. <laughs> so uh, that has to be dealt with. Uh, here we go. Let's uh, dissect the frog there. So uh, Paul uh, is mentioning the fact that in different countries, certain things that we all have will be given different names. Um, and often there are some things that have the name of a nationality. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, we um, uh, we say uh, d- uh, doing an, a French exit, uh, which is where you leave a party without saying goodbye. But in France, they call it doing an English exit, uh, leaving the party before saying goodbye. So we both see the other one as the baddie um, and Turkish toilet. Um, is what they call it in France, in Turkey. Do they call it a French toilet? I don't think so. No. They just call I, it a toilet, I suppose. No, they call it something... I think they have it linked to a nationality. My my be, One of my best friends is Turkish, and I can't remember. She told me what it was, and I've okay. forgotten. But then you mentioned Pepe Le Pew, who is a... Character. Uh, Hanna-Barbera uh, cartoon character. Is it not? Hanna Warner Barbera? Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, yes. Mm. It is a Warner um, Brothers cartoon character. He is a... That's all. That's all, folks. I right. think, I think. Warner I, Brothers, it is. It is. And he's um, a skunk, which is a black, uh, uh, four-legged uh, animal. Black which, and white. Black, with a white striper out down its back. And they put, and they stink. And they smell. So, um, and in the, in the cartoon, oh God, I'm fucking exhausted. In the, cart, <laughs> in the cartoon, 
in the cartoon, the I'll make skunk, a cup of tea while you explain this. The skunk called Pepe Le Pew uh, sees a black cat. Uh, she walks through a building site and she gets paint spilled on her back. He thinks that she's a female skunk, so he chases her around and harasses her. Yeah. Um, uh, it's pretty problematic, but he, he's following her around and, ah, ma chérie, blah, 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 and he's French. So he's a, a stereotype of a man who would follow a woman in the street harassing her. She's trying to escape. And so, importantly, smell. And he smells as well because he's a skunk. Well, because, and the, because he's because French. French. Because apparently the French smell, but I don't know if this, this is no, not true. No. No. The, um, and, well. Uh, well, it depends. On the they metro are, they sometimes. On the metro sometimes. They have bad breath because they drink coffee a lot and they smoke a lot. But the rest of the boat is... Yeah, they shower regularly. Yeah. Everything's... It's not true. The myth, the garlic smell, not true. Not true. Anyway, so uh, basically he's a French stereotype, this skunk character, uh -huh. uh, because he has these traits. But And so the rest of the world, he's French and he speaks with a French accent and stuff. But uh, in France, he is Italian. Yeah. Right? Uh, the only country that is more French than the French, apparently. Hmm? Yeah, mm. apparently. Mm. Okay. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> so, how did we get here? How did this happen? And are they still are they still actually alive, or they, have we just got skeletons with headphones on? <laughs> Come on, everyone's interested in toilets. Yeah. Are we going to carry on though and talk more I... about toilets, or should we sort of like let that one go and segue move? into something we can, else? We can, segue we can, into we can, something else. I mean, we... Let's just all wash our hands, put the seat down, mm. and uh, leave move and on. close the and door. Use the Dyson hand dryer that blows your face. <laughs> Yeah. Where, uh, where do you stand on washing and drying your hands? Do you always use the hand, the electric hand dryer? Do you prefer paper towels, or do you just not dry your hands at all? Shake and wave. What, what's your What's your I, preference? Uh, yeah, it depends. Huh? Uh, it depends. Uh, depends. Sometimes, if the Dyson thing is there, I'll when use. When you say the Dyson. You mean the, the Dyson hand dryer yeah. that you drop your hand? It's made by the Dyson company, and it blasts and uh, it sends out a blast of air, which sort of pushes all the moisture off your hands, and you only do that, and then wow, they're dry. Yeah, that's what you mean. In theory, yeah, the, in theory, you do a ten second, but that's probably the best one there is, because sometimes you, the ones you have to push a button. Sometimes it's just like, eh. yeah, it's pathetic, and it, isn't yeah, it? and you yeah. don't really get dry hands. So I just end up. Not drying them. No. I, I'll, I, if it's paper towels, I'll probably do paper towels. Okay, okay, okay. I watched a terrifying TikTok where someone put uh, like a pe petri petri dish, petri dish. Uh, underneath <clears throat> into all the different ones, like you it, know, the different hand, hand dryers. Yeah, oh. and then simulated just sort of you know when you just shake your hands and then they're going to dry on their own and then sort of let it grow. Oh, it was disgusting. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? Run the experiment by us again. <clears throat> so, um, he took these little Petri, petri dishes. Dish. A Petri dish is? It's like a little sort of uh, glass dish, and inside it's got this sort of jelly in it, yeah, which uh, it, encourages bacteria to grow. It, like, traps microscopic bacteria, and then it can And it can grow, grow. and you can observe it and test it and all the rest Look of it. Look under a microscope. So he took these little dishes, and he took them to various different hand dryers, like in a shop, in a cafe, in a, you know, different sort of places, and there was, there was different types of hand dryers. And then he did a sort of control, and then just one where he sort of, you know, just waved it around like he was... Oh, he just, what, he waved it around in the air? Just in the air. Just in the air like Just that. like in the bathroom, but just like waving it around as if you were doing like this, as if you were shaking your hands. I see. Not using a hand dryer. Right. Ah, 
Okay. So just sort of like. So what was the best then? And, using and, hand and then uh, and then he compared the different petri dishes to see what the bacterial what growth, the growth was. Growth was like. And can you tell us the results? Well, all of the hand dryers, there's quite a lot of growth. So there's more growth. Uh, from the hand dryer petri dishes than just from shaking them shaking out hands. in the air. Which is handy because uh, most times there's not a hand dryer anyway. So then mm. that's that's um, not a surprise really because of course the hand dryer is going to pick up bits of bacteria because you touch it yeah. after you've, well, you know, whatever, you just touch it, but waving it in the air then mm. no. So interesting. Do you ever, do you ever, how do you deal with that touching things in public spaces like the door of the toilet or whatever don't when you care. don't want to touch you don't care you just touch yeah i'm pretty i can't I'm, be bothered with that i've got a friend who's all getting a little piece of paper and it's a door handle love <laughs> just come on yeah just wash your hands don't yeah. just like put your hands on your feet like your hands are dirty all the time like people think like door handles in toilets are more dirty they're not the metro's dirty your phone's dirty spaces are dirty wash your yeah. hands not got any time for yeah. all that and My even probes. wash your hands. As, yeah, I'm kind of the same, you know, and I think those little experiments that you see on TikTok or videos, you know, where they get the blue light and they oh. put the light over the thing and you see like all the, it's like, yeah, everything's dirty, but most of that isn't harmful bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like it's not going to, and your immune system is made on purpose so that you don't you don't feel the effects of that but I think some people watching those videos become really paranoid and they're like oh I want to make yeah. sure and and it, it like before the pandemic I used to fly a lot to the US mm -hmm. with my old job and I would I would like Is that your old job where, where, where was it that you, you worked <laughs> did, did I mention that I worked at Apple Apple that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. of course yeah, he used to <laughs> Just, to, just in case you hadn't said that for the, for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> and I would be, I would be like really surprised at the amount of people using hand sanitizer. They all had their little bo little bottle pre-pandemic, pre way before the pandemic. Yeah, like mm. their little bottle, and everyone would be hand sanitizing everything. Or there must have been a, a campaign on US TV or something that made everyone yeah. like, we need to use this hand the sanitizer. The hand sanitizer companies yeah. pushed a big advertising campaign where probably on Amer in American TV, it's kind of like, is this uh, public information about health or is this just a commercial for a company? Yeah. And it's sort of both, isn't it? Yeah. And so yeah. I like that would be really surprising for me because obviously I wash my hands, but apart from that, I don't ever use hand sanitizer and, and then there was a whole like counter thing about that where it strips the natural oils and things of your skin all it anyway I'm I'm on the same side as you it's like yeah. I'm, I'm not most of the stuff I'm not really bothered it only really affects me if I uh, th there'll be certain times and I don't have an example where I where I do something with my hand I'm like oh god I really need to wash my hands like now because but in the metro like I'll hold the bars mm -hmm. no problems mm -hmm. like I'll I, I won't like open the door with my Your elbow, elbow. I do a bit of that sometimes, depends how I feel. If it's a particularly greasy metro car, <laughs> then I'll be like, nah, I think I'll just elbow this one. Mm. Um, but um, isn't there a thing also that um, if you over-sanitise, if you overuse those hand sanitizers, that that can actually lead to more aggressive forms of bacteria uh, developing? Isn't that right? Because if you, if you kill 99.9% .9 of the bacteria, there's still 0.1% who's like, I survived, and then that one 0.01% bacteria who survived the sanitization process multiplies. So then you've just got 100% hardcore bacteria. But no one or, lives in a sanitized environment. Like mm -hmm. I think, mm. I think you're just, I think it's just psychological. Like yeah. you're fooling yourself that you're sanitizing yeah. in any real sense of yeah. the word. I mean, the best thing you can do is just, yeah, wash your hands before all those sort of important things. But you know, living in Paris anyway. Also, I mean, like. 
we've all got young children. Oh, the yeah. filthy things yeah, yeah. we've seen them do. Oh, and they, and just, they haven't oh, gotten sick from it. Oh, so disgusting. you're just like, oh, the way they will drop something on the floor and they'll pick it up and put it and in their mouth. Immediately eat it. And they're just like sticking their fingers here and then putting their fingers in their mouths. Mm. And they're just, but this is all actually quite, strangely quite healthy to an extent because your immune system mm -hmm. does have to build up um, a resistance I think to so, all yeah. these things. I don't you know, because like I, I always have the argument with my wife because she gets sick like that everywhere, like her whole body just doesn't work. Don't do that. Just stop doing <laughs> yeah. that when she's in the room. Stop clicking your fingers. <laughs> and uh, I think it's because she's overly clean. Every like she, as soon as like she's super clean all the time. And when she sees Louise uh, like doing things that aren't you know that she wouldn't accept as for her as an adult, mm. I'm like, well, maybe it's maybe maybe leave her. Like maybe her system immune system will be better than yours because yes. you're always sick all the time, um, always like just always. And it's it, it, I'm just like, well, maybe let her. You know, do stuff. I mean, she does disgusting stuff, like all yeah. kids do. Uh, but sometimes you're just like, hey, whatever, leave it. It's not. It's not a big yeah. deal. Um, isn't this related to the microbiome? Do you know about this, Amber? No. Yeah. So there's, Some you know, it's a kind of a thing where they say that the microbes that you have, uh, particularly in your gut, but also maybe just you know that you carry, um, that uh, you have to have a diverse microbiome because this contributes to a very healthy immune system. Yeah. And so this is why, for example, we need to eat, you know, food that contains good bacteria. You know, we drank kombucha at lunchtime. That's full of this good active bacteria and certain types of yogurt, yakult, you know, those little Japanese yogurts that you can get in the yeah. supermarket. They taste kind of disgusting, but apparently they're very good for you because they fill your gut with good bacteria. So there's good and bad bacteria. And, you know, it's important to not only get rid of the bad bacteria, but also keep the good bacteria. So when, when we when we over-sanitise, we also get rid of a lot of the good mm. bacteria too, which can, um, which can I guess, lead us to having a slightly uh, weaker immune system. I don't know. This is not Welcome real science. Welcome to Luke's this Science Podcast. Luke's Science Podcast, where non-scientists talk about scientific issues with... Uh, <laughs> with absolutely with no idea or vocabulary. No authority at all on the subject. Uh, this is like the Joe Rogan experience, but with a certain level of responsibility, where we say, you know what, we don't know what we're talking about okay we have no idea uh, um yeah. yeah 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 okay all right okay. uh yeah good so you know what i did actually have a plan for this go on in. but because i think because i asked you how are you at the beginning like last time i said i'm not going to ask how you are because <laughs> this will start from a stupid we're gonna, joke then we're going to end up talking about going to the toilet for 45 minutes <laughs> this all started from a stupid joke where i was like oh hey listeners i won't try and make too many visual jokes and then i went to unbutton my trousers and, and then, then 45 are, minutes Paul. later we're talking about microbiomes <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is, this is you know guys this is real english isn't it though this yeah. is real english as it happens because in in normal conversations you know one thing um you know, leads on to another topic and then you end up going down this tangent. It's mm -hmm. rare that you just sit and talk about one single thing the no. entire time, unless you're in a business meeting and, you know. And even to, then. Even then. Even it's hard then. to maintain. Stick to the agenda. Exactly. In my old job. Uh, <laughs> where was that? Where was that? The business meetings we used to have that digress. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yes. Anyway, what was your plan? So my plan was to do... Do you remember what we did last time? I, I mean, I don't think it's... it's I don't think we can start it now because I, I well, was hoping maybe we can maybe do we can do a bit two. okay we'll Go do a on. bit we'll do a bit we'll do a bit we'll do, we'll, yeah. Go on, do, go right. let's do a few right. let's do a few alright we'll do you remember what it was last time yeah what was it there was prepositions yeah I don't know what they are I can't remember uh, I mean I probably made it sound a lot more complicated than it was so yeah Paul is looking at the, the back, stickers on uh, the back uh, of your the back of my mobile phone on the phone case it's covered in little stickers that my daughter stuck all over my phone did she? she yeah it wasn't me <laughs> it wasn't me oh I like the, I like the donkey I stick that on my phone. Oh, like Having cats. kids is a great excuse to just do that on your own and be like, "Oh, it's my, it was my kids." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, "Oh, I quite like those little." You know, my daughter's gone to bed, and I'm like, "Oh, I think I'll do a little design on the back of my phone with some little bit orange hearts." No, she did it. Honestly, um, so. Um, uh, yeah, adjective plus prepositions. So that, you know, do you remember that? Yes. So, um, all right. So basically, I'm not going to go into all the, the, the details, the meta language. It'll be too boring. So I'll, I'll say a word. People that, have already stopped listening now. That, that we're not, that we're not talking about toilets. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, all right, see you later. Next episode. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll say a word. They're all adjectives. I want you to tell me uh, the what word probably comes after it. And that'll be a preposition. Uh, right, so uh, and then I'll ask you a little discussion discussion <laughs> question. What? What? Wait, no, no, wait for it. We're baiting breath. Go. Oh, okay, so uh, eligible for for well done. Are you eligible for this? Is a stupid question because uh, anyway, are you eligible for citizenship in uh, in France? Are you eligible for French citizenship? Uh, how about any other countries? So I think I know the answer. You're both going to say, well, we are already French. I think you're already French, I'm aren't you? You're not French. I'm not French. He's Irish. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, eligible. Are you I, eligible for I, French citizenship? I presume so, yeah. yeah. You, what is, what, do you know what the criteria I think you have to are. have lived here for five years. Married you, to a French person? Well, you don't have to be. If you're, if you're unmarried, then you just have to be here for five years. Okay. And speak French. Speak French and prove that you've been living here with tax, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think if you're married, it's three years maybe or two. I think it's a little bit less, but you still need to have lived here for a bit. But uh, Amber, you are fully French now. Uh, you speak the language of love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, are just you speak. French? Are you French? No, no. You, you're eligible, though. You I'm need, eligible, you yeah. You should... Uh, I just can't complete the, Wait, the, the how, application uh, form. How it's too are you complicated. here, then, still? 
I've got a uh, carte de séjour. And is that just ten renewable? Year, ten year. Uh, uh, I've got a ten. Did year you get that before Brexit? Permit. Uh, I got one before Brexit. This is fascinating stuff, listeners. If you thought that talking about the toilet was uh, not your cup of tea, then uh, the administrative process of applying for French citizenship is uh, is that's more your what you think is it i hope so um so uh so uh before brexit i got a i applied for a carte de séjour which is basically a kind of a, a, a residency permit uh but then after brexit i had to reapply for the same card uh but they've renamed it they've renamed it the article 50 carte de séjour which is basically just another carte de séjour but it's for it's post brexit so you I got know. that post brexit yes and they said yes so I got the original one pre-Brexit, and then I, I had to update it post-Brexit. Okay, but the, the, the ending date is the same as the original. No, uh, no, I, I think don't the know. ending Whatever, date is longer, matter. but um, I've got a residency permit. Okay, so you got that even with Brexit happening? I got it pre-Brexit. No, I know, and but... And then they updated it. Okay, right. so So, yeah. So what happens in nine years or whenever the... Whenever the date is up? No, I think some guys in, uh, like a SWAT team, will come round to my apartment and they'll arrest me, kidnap me. and So you've got nine years to figure out how to fill out a French form. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you're, well, it's cutting it tight, but... <laughs> I'm not proud of myself, <laughs> my, ability, my inability to do French admin. It's very difficult. Anyway... See, I, I knew that that was a bad question to ask. I should, have, I should have just got rid of that one. But anyway, eligible for, right? To meet the eligibility criteria. English. Yes. Yes. Uh, next one. Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. About. About, about? yes. Enthusiastic about. Can you be enthusiastic for? No. No. Yeah, enthusiastic about. Um, um, eager. For. Eager to. for. Eager to do something. Eager to. Or eager for something. So here's the question. I'm eager for a cup of tea. Can you say that now? I'm eager. Well, no, you wouldn't be eager for it. I'd, I'd, no. I'd, I'd love a cup of tea. Right. But what would you be I'm eager for? Eager to, uh, to see, I'm eager to see your new show. Okay. For example, yeah. especially the first 30 minutes that I missed yes. before, where I understand you actually... What were you doing for the first 30 minutes? I was eating sushi with Sebastian Marx. Oh. And it's just... Upst in the, in upstairs. The, in the, in the, sushi more important than you. No, we wanted yeah. to come. It's just that, that you know... They it was a long sushi. Yeah. I, I'm a linear person. I can only do one thing and then another thing. We didn't eat. And then eat. another thing. Paul yeah, didn't, I didn't eat. He had a whole yeah, show. Well, I did buy you some food. Well, we wanted to see the show. We ate afterwards. <sighs> that well makes done. us better. You, you're yeah. just better people. <laughs> you're just better than me, aren't you? Well <laughs> done. Clap, clap, clap. And so what would you be eager for? It sounds like written language, though, to me. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? It's the kind of thing you write on, well, like job write applications. It. I did the, it is written language. I wrote it <laughs> you did. here. Oh. So, uh, eager for, um, hmm, eager for, should I Google it? And then I have to lean over. over well, because you said for, and he said yes. I, I, I'm trying to think of a phrase. Eager for something. Eager for a, um, I'm eager for an opportunity to uh, um, uh, pitch my new right, business okay. idea to the uh, the dragons in Dragon's Den. Okay. Mm. Um, dragon's Den is a TV show about business investors. <laughs> they're not actually dragons. They're uh, business people. Did a, I did two episodes about it. Mm. You can oh, go okay. back and listen to did that, you, um, listeners. Uh, recently... No, ages ago. Uh. Uh, all right. Are you eager for a new challenge this year? <laughs> you were thinking about having... It's like half an hour I'm asking. Do you have an example? And he's, he had one in Got your... Got one there. Just, I uh, have a new challenge for this year. Go, go on, on, what is it? I want to see 
all of the museums that I've not been to. Wait, there are still museums you haven't seen? A lot. Just in Paris? Just in Paris. How many okay. museums are there, there in are Paris? There are so many. And I was like, okay, this year, 2023, I'm going to see them all. Are there a hundred? Or more? There are more that, like, I'm considering museums and monuments. There's more than a hundred in total. Yeah, but museums, are there more than a hundred that I've not seen? No, I think there are less. But there's still a sizable amount. Yeah. There's a sizable amount. Wow. Anyway, I'm going to see them all. Great. You're still doing your tours? Yeah. Tours with Amber, everyone. If you come into Paris. Tours, yeah. Go and uh, look up Amber. You get the best accent in the city <laughs> and the yes. best information in the city. I mean, that is why I was getting so excited about my Marta podcast last night. <laughs> I was like, oh, this can be so good when I go around the Saint-Chapelle. Yeah. Oh, it started raining. I've just oh, opened the windows. So I'm on my fucking bike. Ah. Uh, so mm. I've opened the window because I, f- I feel it's a little bit warm, and also I got I've got flushed cheeks, which does happen. And also get... the window's got condensation. We can do the uh, the Kate the Jack and Rose thing off of Titanic, you know, where they're making love in the car the and then goes uh, up on the oh. window like that. It's this, this You've so seen steamy. Titanic. I've right? not so seen Titanic. Fuck off. I've not seen You've Titanic. You've not seen Titanic? No. Amber. I you, know. What do you mean you haven't seen Titanic? I just didn't get round to it. What do you mean you didn't? I don't know. <laughs> Luke, you've seen it, right? Yes. Okay. I know. It's one of those what? things that I'm like, how come I've still not seen it? And now I don't know where to see it. Where is it? Is it on Netflix? It's, it's at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. What? You <laughs> Amber. I know. Oh, we need to watch Titanic. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have a Titanic watching party then. To be honest, oh, the best yes. bit in the film for me is what is, I just is, described. Well, there's the bit with the hand <laughs> on the window. Um, but there's also the, the bit when the boat uh, splits. Sinks. And the, the boat sinks. That's clearly that's the, the best bit. <laughs> yeah, but there's a bit where the, 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 the back end of the boat is going up like that. And one bloke falls <laughs> off. And hits and, the... And he, hits a barrier as he goes down and it's like his body's falling and he hits a barrier boom and spins off like that it's it's computer generated images and the but the thing that bothers me about the way that he falls he just falls like this like he's skydiving like if you fall off the top of a ship that's sinking into the ocean your legs will flail like would they? without, yeah, they would. Your leg, when you're falling, your legs naturally flail because you're trying to, you know, because it's so yeah. weird to fall. But he just falls like this. Well, like maybe he's, just he's like, in shock. La, la, la. And then he whacks his head off a barrier and spins into the water. That's yeah. the best bit of the film. I heard a, an interview with this guy who survived the Titanic. Yes. He was like at the bit, you know, it was like sinking into the sea and then he sort of just jumped in and he was describing, because the water was so cold, yes. just these sort of frozen sort of cubes of ice and there were bodies and just inside like them. inside them. Yeah, terrible. But he survived and he carried on working on ships. I think I, I, think I might have seen that interview. There's some on YouTube. I listened to it on Criminal. You know that podcast? No, I don't Phoebe know. Judge. Oh, such a good podcast. Oh, really? Oh, what really else is good. there apart from Netflix and Prime? This cannot I don't know. I don't know. See if it's not uh, on Netflix, I can't watch oh, it. Oh, Disney. I feel like I've seen Apple it. There TV. are so many iconic Apple, moments which I have <laughs> seen. <laughs> Apple TV. Sorry. I have seen lots of sort of iconic moments, but I've just, I've never seen it. And I just kept thinking, oh, I'm going to definitely oh, watch Amber. it. Never seen it. Titanic movie. You'll have to come round. We'll have to you watch can, it. You can rent it off of all of them, but you can't watch it for free anyway. See? It's long. It's pretty it long. It is three hours long. But that was one of those, like, your mum jokes. Your mum's so fat that when she walked in front of the TV, we missed the Titanic. <laughs> 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 Listeners, there's a... I think well, you must have talked about your mum jokes. Mum is so fat. No, I've never told those You've never, jokes. 
Okay, oh, there's no. a series of jokes in the UK and in the US, which is uh, your mum is so fat. And How then, fat is she? Yeah, and then you create a scenario afterwards. And one of them was when she walked in front of the TV, we missed the, tit- the film The Titanic. the entire film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, got this, that. This whole series of jokes. <laughs> Because she was walking for three she hours. Because she was so fat. She's right. <laughs> oh, so I, I, I mentioned uh, the steaminess of the room. I just got it because it was big. I was like, but the TV's the same size. It's going to take three hours to walk three past the TV. Past. I got it. You yeah. just got it. I just got it. Okay, I hope they did. I hope they did as well. Um, so yeah, oh, I, it's like the I, Russian I get, joke. I get like a don't just don't. I I, uh, I get flushed. I get red cheeks. Right, sometimes if I get a little bit sort of warm. It or also whatever. doesn't help. No, you don't light. care about that. I'm like desperate to talk about fucking cheeks, and you're like anyway the Titanic. No, but it depends on the lights that you're using. It's what because you because you've got a purple blue yeah. light and this yes. light. That's why the colours on your face look a bit more red. The reason I mention it is because I did get a comment. Um, uh, the other day it was like I'm, I'm, are you okay your, your your cheeks are very red I'm worried about you and I was like no it's right. I just can't get the video settings right and he's like oh thank goodness for that I thought you had a rash or something <laughs> okay. well, but, but you know, you turn you know, the saturation does, down yeah yeah but if I turn the saturation down then then, then we're all in black and white then it all then there's this we don't want this do we no we don't want that it's all black and white now it's like a sad French film <laughs> just a French film yeah, you don't need to a French up, film uh, yeah. uh, maybe there now there, there like we that. go yeah. okay. it's because uh, you're using a webcam yeah I know it's yeah. alright because well, I'm using a webcam right I, I don't want that's why I don't, I have, to I don't have a serious skin disease <laughs> I don't have uh, angina or whatever I've, I'm just using a webcam and I'm English oh that rain oh horrible okay alright Ooh, 56 Has minutes. Has been as long as the Titanic now? No, it you hasn't. You need to watch it. Well, you, yeah. it's, the thing is, there's no point in you watching it anymore because <sighs> it's... No, but you know what I mean? It's like those things where when you move to a new country, you've yeah. all experienced this, French people say to you... You've got to watch this. You've got to watch this film. Yeah. And the film came out 35 years ago. And it was... When, you, when it came out 35 years ago, everyone was... 12 years old mm. everyone yeah. remembers watching the film at 12 and they mm. watched it again when they were 15 and then 18 they became like a cult film mm. yeah. but then you at 35 or 40 years old you watch it for the first time you're like oh, this, this isn't is rubbish, great yeah. and then you're, you're ruining <laughs> like the memory that everyone has had of the film so everyone if you're watching Titanic for the first time now if you're if you're the age that we all were when we watched it then fine but if you're the, I, I think it's reason, too late the reason people like it is because of the nostalgia value right yeah. so it's now it is, the 90s yeah. nostalgia uh, trip basically but I mean the the the, uh, the way that they filmed and created the the boat uh, sinking is pretty impressive yeah. James think, Cameron the thing is yeah, it's like yeah, Jimbo Cameron I somehow Jim missed Cameron. it and then everyone had seen it yeah. there was just no more opportunity it was like no we've all seen it yeah. it's, it's on TV yeah. I feel like you missed the boat <laughs> yay <laughs> that is an, that's an expression <laughs> listeners okay that is an expression <laughs> in English <laughs> no I'm just it's the webcam I'm not on fire it's just a webcam. <laughs> uh, and, I'm in, and I'm English as well. You know, so in some countries, they're, they're, their cheeks don't go red. So if they see, you know, sometimes I think, you know... If, in some if, countries? Well, I imagine yeah. in Mozambique. Do you mean like some skin tones? Right, fine. Whatever the... Whatever. I, think, I, think, countries, I, think, I think whatever this, country you went to, you're, you would look red of cheek. You could just be like, I've travelled yeah, the world. Yeah, but in Scotland, they'd be like, yeah, he's got red cheeks. He's, you know, but they've he's, got permanent red cheeks yeah, in Scotland. But if you go to some places, then they're, 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 there might be some people who are like, are you okay? 
You know, really, really. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, um, you mean certain places? You mean you, what you mean to say is a certain white people that don't have don't get red. I don't know if it's certain. I don't know what the if it's white people or what. It's just that there are just I don't know uh, certain complexions, regardless of whatever. I don't know, but just some places they they don't seem to like going having red cheeks is maybe not something that people see all the time. And so that's kind of a weird thing. Well, in France, people. it's... Well, like, like, in, you know, in, in uh, Brittany. I say that, like, when I lived in Japan, which is, you know, there you go, bonus points, listeners, I said it again. Um, <laughs> that's that's I, your, your Japan is my Apple, Apple isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you know I used to live in Japan and he used to work for Apple and Amber is a tour guide. She reads lots of books and visits museums, but not all of them. Um, so when I lived in Japan, every now and then I'd notice, like, Japanese people would just pick up on things that I thought were completely natural uh, but for them were strange, uh, right? So, like, for example, um, well, I'd be on the train and I'd just be sitting there on the train and I'd look over and there's, like, a, a, an old couple sitting opposite me. They just got on. I just noticed them. And uh, the old man is just staring at my hands like that, right? And this mm-hmm. is not just it's not just me. This is, like, a thing. You get stared at and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people don't realise they're doing it. Just like staring at my hands and then just sort of like moving up to my face and then back to my hands again. And I'm just like, what? what? Have you not seen hands like this before? What is it about my hands? And uh, teaching kids classes in Japan, the kids would all climb on me and grab my nose. They'd all be grabbing my nose like that. You know, children in other places <laughs> don't do that. They don't do that in other places. No. But in Japan, they would all come and grab my nose because obviously I had a funny nose because i mean maybe i just have a funny nose but also uh but so i was looking at your hands. why were they looking at your hands do you never uh, got exactly an ex- because i think i think that you know i just i don't know they just probably thought he's got, he's got his long hands or big hands i wasn't like <laughs> sitting there with my with my you know insulting the guy with my fingers um i was just sitting there and I, i'd often notice people just sort of staring at me like that without even realising they were doing it. Uh, Not just paranoid, but it's just because for a lot of people, uh, you know, who don't see people from other places, it's kind of a bit strange for them. But what's interesting is that we now have, I mean, now, I wonder whether that's still a case because... Less so, We've got, with social media, with all of the, like, the internationalisation, I can't speak. Globalisation. Globalisation, let's just do that, of, like, TV and film of, you know, like, we, we, we know, you know... With Squid Game, it's like, oh, it's a Korean show. Yeah, so it's like, we've all cool. seen Korean people like a lot more yeah. in the last 10 years. But say 30 years ago, that was not the case. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, the, the this guy, and I remember it, the guy staring at my hands was an older man. Yeah. So, mm. you know, he's not the sort of guy who's on YouTube looking at videos of no, pe- but I feel like people, back then- English people's hands, which uh, <laughs> someone's got to set up a channel. Maybe I should set up a YouTube channel just like hand videos uh, just for You'd that, just for that one guy of, yeah. who, to be fair, is, may not be still alive. Although the Japanese do live a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Famously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying... <laughs> it's because they sit down when they shit. <laughs> yeah, they squat down. It's the healthier position. Yeah, they've got the, the, the squat. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, neither no, do I. No, I was saying, but back then... Yeah. Even back then, like most of, you know, a lot of films that were global were American films where, with yeah. white people in them. So it, yeah. it's not like, because I, I know what you mean. We, we went four, four, five years ago and yeah, there was still a like a, uh, you know, you could definitely tell when you went into certain parts. Certain places. That were a bit f- more yeah. secluded that you, people would look at you like, because they've never seen a white person before. Yeah. 
But I had never seen a Japanese person. But I know what you mean. It was just like, like it, I, I don't know when the first Japanese person I ever saw in real life was. It was probably when I was 12 or 13 or something. Maybe, maybe even mm. later. But when mm. I saw them, I wasn't like, yeah. I've never seen your like before. I've seen them on TV. Like it didn't, yeah. it wasn't. So, so I'll go back to my original statement. There are some people in some places who, when they see other people from other places, are fascinated yeah. because they, uh, or not fascinated, or they just sort of like, I don't know. I, I would I would probably get that if I saw if I met an NBA an alien. player. If you met an no. alien from Mars or Jupiter of or course, one of the yeah. other planets, then maybe. But, but. Uh, human race, I reckon an, an NBA basketball player. Really tall. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is, because when you watch the NBA or you watch basketball on they're TV, they're quite small, aren't they? Because they're on TV. Well, they're all the same height, yeah. so you don't see the difference. <laughs> That's the thing. You don't see the difference yes. of yes. the of what the, of how they look. Except when there's one little guy, because sometimes in yeah. like some NBA teams, there's like a normal sized guy who's just really good. Yeah, I think he was Japanese yeah. or Chinese. Yeah, there's a few uh, of those players. But yeah, you're so. Uh, but so basically, when you see them in a game relative to each other, they're all pretty much the same size. Yeah. They look normal. But if you met an NBA star in real yeah, life I would love like, oh to oh my god yeah. I and think they'd stare probably get at their that. hands for a while <laughs> yeah so big yes do you have anything to add to this Amber I don't I don't <laughs> think so although I was kind of keen to know if you had made any plans plans akin to the oh, that we're museum e that you're we're eager for eager for new challenges oh, like yeah. new, new year's resolution eager type well, new year's resolution or like a challenge that you set yourself maybe for 2023 so my, the full question actually oh. was uh, are you uh, are you eager for a new challenge this year or are you happy with the current level of challenge which you already have in your life I'm happy with the current level of challenge I, I have so, I'm so not, no challenges no I'm resolutions not, not, you're like I'm no, done no <laughs> <laughs> no, the resolution is the same one it was last year, which was like, you know, just, you know, try and get be, up those stairs try and be, without crying. Try and be uh, healthy and healthy and happy. And uh, yeah, and try to survive the stairs every day. Um, yeah, that's my continual resolution. It doesn't matter what date it is. Yeah. Uh, my approach to life remains more or less the same. Okay. Um, yes. God, the wheels are very close to falling off this. Uh, I don't know why we have to persevere beyond one hour and five. One hour. Um, I don't know. It's just force of habit dictates. But I also think we should probably end on a on a on a a slightly less um, confusing and potentially disappointing note than this. Um, Go on, uh, let's try and find. No, I, I can't skip forwards because that's going to ruin things. Um, okay. Uh, Okay, final question. Go okay. on. Uh, we talked about me making a YouTube channel for hands, if you've got a message. Question. Uh, the word is fascinated. By. by. Yes, fascinated by. Are you fascinated by any weird videos on YouTube? Or other social media. Or other, so other social media platforms are available, including those which are run and controlled by the Chinese government. Um, so uh, are you fascinated by any weird videos on, online? You know, you can talk about like those videos that you like to watch of people getting spots. Uh, oh. Did we already talk about that? Fate. No, we haven't drained. Uh, we haven't talked about Extraction. that oh, because because that's a that's a yeah. That's the, I would, that would go full circle back to the disgusting topic that we started. Well, with. Well, there we go. Let's finish on that then. Okay. So, all right. So, Amber, what kind of weird stuff do you watch Look, on YouTube? I. I love social media. I'm a big fan of TikTok. I can scroll on through and enjoy a lot of content. Yes, but different content. I yeah. do find strangely relaxing, like a lot of people, some extraction videos. What are extraction videos? Well, it's when things are being taken out of people's 
faces, <laughs> ears. But it can be. It started with pimples, simple like blackheads, a, like a spot on the face. Yeah, um, but that was a gateway to cysts. Um, which, which is, is a lot more satisfying. A more serious spot on the face. Uh, precisely. And recently, like earwax. Earwax. Oh, yeah. earwax. So, so, yeah, I've seen so, some of those. So removing earwax from people's ears. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. see the, the water one where like they, it's like a, they put like a water gun in your in the ear oh. and there's like a little a little slide no. down the side where you just see all the crap that comes out I of the s- ear. I get the one where it's this guy, he's really nice and you're like following, he's got this little tool and like a video camera on it. Yeah. So you like go deep into the, <laughs> into the ear yeah. and he's got two tools. One's like a little sort of scooper uh-huh. and the other one's like a tiny little suction and he's like, oh, this is very deep and he's like getting into it. And then at the end, very satisfyingly, he puts up all the wax on like a, um, a ruler and oh. measures how much wax wow. there was. So oh. obviously this is disgusting, but it's also strangely satisfying. Yeah. Very watching this soothing yes. soothing yeah, yeah. I, my personal thing is uh, watching carpets being cleaned oh yeah Have I've seen, seen these yeah I've seen yeah. those as well so they make them dirty to clean them do so they? I find it disingenuous so the way that they're presented how do you know that did you meet one of them I, I, someone said they oh. said oh I dirty them and up and you believed them oh someone said that on the video that they dirtied them up yeah oh. so the way that the videos work is that there's a couple of channels like this where they say so this is the carpet we're going to clean we found it like uh, discarded in a back garden and it's covered in mud and dog pee and stuff like that yeah. uh, it's the most disgusting carpet ever watch us clean it and then they, they lay it down they've got a special room designed for it they have hoses of water they've got special carpet shampoos they've got big sort of uh, electronic carpet cleaning brushing devices and they go through and they they spray water on it they push all the water off they put shampoo they scrub it with the machine and all this satisfying gunk comes out of the carpet and then they push all the water off again and again and again and after 20 minutes it's a perfectly clean carpet and it's satisfying watching the dirt go from dark to less dark to clean water well you might like in that case another channel that I quite like is it Um, the pool cleaning one no No. it's the tombstone cleaning oh yeah they're good tombstone cleaning yeah so there's a few different people that do it what's a tombstone when someone is buried, the it marks their grave. Where the, it's like written, the name is written yeah. on there and uh, stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. And so someone goes and then, because it's quite delicate, you know, because some of them are really old, like yeah. 100, 200 years old. Mm. And there's all different brushes and sort of things that they can do to like clean it up. And it feels also feels sort of like thoughtful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, kind. it does. Yeah, that is nice. That's 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 quite, uh, uh, what's the word Is, for is, it, is yeah. it the guy who then goes back to try and find the people... I no, don't know. Those people are dead. No, I know, but there was because there was there was one. I, I don't know how I, it came up in my in my TikTok for you thing, mm. and it was a guy who was like, I almost didn't post this video. This is like the beginning of the video because it was a like uncovering it. It was like a tomb of like a two month old baby, and then sad. yeah, sad. and then so like he he then goes through like the family history to try and contact people descendants of those people. It's really interesting. That's a good mm. one. The, there's another guy who does pool cleaning, so he goes to people's mm. pools who are all, they're all. Yeah. green and disgusting yeah. same thing as the carpet thing my thing I like chiropractors mm. as well mm. uh, what are chiropractors uh, people that sort out your bones they, and your back they crack your back yeah and crack your spine yeah there's like a, a, a guy who again like speaks like really he's got like a really deep soothing voice and 
he's obviously like set up microphones nearby, oh. you know, where the thing, and, and he does this weird stuff where he like stands literally like on a chair, like above again. the person, more visual, and yeah. like has like an arm round, and it's like you think it's, it looks like it's going to be really rough, and then it just yeah. he yeah. just like pulls the person apart, and it just goes like. If that oh, person was amazing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you'd you'd be concerned, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you're like, uh, I'm going to go to a chiropractor, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's like I'm just going to put my arm around you. I Crack! Oh no, I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> <God. Ow! laughs> That's the noise that your back makes when it cracks. Yeah. Yeah. Ow! Ow! Um, and there's also this is the final thing. There's also the uh, cleaning the horseshoes. Oh, oh yeah, yes. horses hooves or, or cows. Cows hooves. Oh yeah, hoof well. cleaning. Hoof cleaning. When they like scraping yeah. it and uh, uh, like almost grating off the layers. Mm. Scrape like all a the dirt out. They they cut the the hooves and make it all clean, and then they they uh, put a sh- uh, a horseshoe, a metal horseshoe mm-hmm. on there. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, stuff. you realise they got nails just like us that grow, and then they have to you have to cut the nails. Yeah, and you think, oh my god, is, they're hammering long nails in, yeah. and it's like it's okay. It's just like a big thick. Uh, the hoof is just a big thick nail. Isn't hoof it? or hoof? Hoof, I would say. Hoof. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hoof. I would say, but I've, I've, I, I know that some. No, no, no. I say hoof as well. <laughs> yeah. But I've heard some people call it a, like a hoof, horse's hoof. hoof. Yeah. Is that you think that's American English? Do you no, think? no. I've no? heard English people say hoof. Yeah. Okay. Hoofda. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. To... Did you just Hold stop on. recording? Oh, no, I no, thought you just no, stopped. No, I thought that was like, the end. That's it. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> goodbye. I, I said it was no. the last question and I'll have no more no. from you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to Colin, hoof. Uh, that's the Colin, Colin's dictionary. Okay. It doesn't even mention hoof. Uh, maybe oh. it's just like a non-standard pronunciation or something like right. that. Um, well, it's anyway. like bin and bean. Have you been? Have you been to the shops? Have you been to the shops? No, it's hoof different. and hoof and hoof. No, that's different because bean is a auxiliary verb. It gets um, it gets you get, it turns into a weak form when it's said in a sentence. Have you been to the shop? So hoof and hoof. It's, All right, hoof have, is not just like a reduced form of hoof. Right, that have, you you, say have, you, have you seen that film? Have you seen that film? Have you seen that film? Yeah, that, I would say that's not a reduced form for fluency. That's more of an accent thing. So, right, but like, hoof and hoof. I think hoof, hoof and hoof, hoof and yeah. seen and sin are yes, the same thing. Yes, like when I lived in London, everyone said, "Have you seen it?" And then when I moved up to the Midlands, the uh, kids were saying, oh, "I seen it at the cinema." I'm like, "What? What?" Um, and then that's just an accent. Sin thing. Sin City at the cinema. A sin Sin City at the cinema. <laughs> cinema. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, so there we go. All right. How has this been for, for you two? Can you give a quick sort of review of this episode at the end here? I mean, um, enlightening. Enlightening. Yeah, yeah. We learned. Did you learn something? I learned. I am. Um, uh, I've experienced all sorts of wonderful things. We've covered a, a variety of, uh, yeah. of compli- invaluable. Very important topics that uh, you're not going to hear anywhere else except for on Luke's English podcast. Mm. Thank you, guys. Um, anything to add no, at the end? I, I, I was going to say it was in lutening because we spoke about the loo. The loo in lutening <laughs> con- conversation. Whoa, it's not just me. He does it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, listeners, thank you so much for paying attention all the way through to this very important uh, lecture, uh, this three-person uh, workshop that we've been doing here about uh, the uh, English language. Toilets, Titanic and TikTok. Wow. Oh, There's the title. Good. I was going to call it Going to the Toilet with Amber and Paul. Oh. <laughs> mm? Toilets, Titanic and TikTok. Toilets, Titanic and TikTok. Okay.
Uh, going to the toilet. What's going to that? the toilet with Amber and Nate? Are you going to have like, you're going to superpose like Photoshop our faces on like oh, a, a toilet with the Titanic sinking into it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And all of us standing around, you doing this, loosening your, undoing your zip. Yeah, you can take a screenshot of me. Uh, yeah, uh, anyway. All right. Well, thanks for having us uh, on the, on the it's podcast. It's always a again. pleasure. Seriously, thank you for coming and coming up all those stairs. And now, uh, raining. I know. That's not my fault. Well, I'm going to blame you. Okay, that's all right. Um, <laughs> thank you both again for your very important very worthwhile, uh, contributions. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe if you are on YouTube. Otherwise, just have a have a lovely, lovely morning, afternoon, evening, or night. And uh, I slash we will speak to you again at some point soon. But for now, it's just time to say good bye 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 Okay, so this is the end of the audio episode. This is where I just talk to the audio people. Hello. Video viewers are not getting this bit. This is just for the audio people. Because, you know, as I've said, this is an audio show. So anyway, hello, audio lepsters in audio land. Uh, How are you doing? How was that for you? Um, Did you manage to keep up with that? Uh, Did you learn anything new? Both in terms of English and in terms of just general knowledge about things like toilet habits and other things. Do you have anything to add to this conversation? Congratulations, by the way, for making it this far. Okay, you just entered about one hour of English into your head. You just put about an hour of English in there. Think of the people who didn't do that. Think of the people who stopped after... Well, ten, five, one, maybe even one minute. Um, think of the people who didn't listen or listen to all of that. They they now have um, one hour less of English exposure compared to you. So you know, poor them. Basically, as I said at the start, this conversation was fast as usual with the tangential trio, and there were probably things that you missed. Um. Right? I mean, you know, there's bound to be things that you missed. I don't know. It depends on your level of English. You can let me know. You know, I've talked before about how you've got to have a sort of subjective sense of your English progress and also the importance of persevering, right? Hopefully you've done both of those things. You've both persevered and also sort of considered um, to what extent you understood this. And and, uh, I think English... Speaking broadly, it's not a zero-sum game, which means that it's not just a question of understanding 100% or nothing, you know. Uh, Some people might feel like that. You might feel like, I need to understand all of this, and if I don't understand 100%, then it's a total failure. That's not what I recommend. You've just got to get a sense of like, okay, so I think I maybe understood half of that because I was lost quite a lot of the time. Now, that might depend when you're listening. You know, if you're listening on the bus or something, or if there's a lot of other noise, or if you're in the supermarket, you're doing your shopping, you're trying to think about other things, like, oh, do I, do I need, do we need courgettes? How many courgettes do I need to buy? Um, what did, what do we have in the, do we have milk? You know, um, if you're doing that while you're listening, obviously you're probably going to get lost a bit more. Whereas if you're lying in a flotation tank 
uh, with zero sensory input except for Luke's English podcast, you're probably more likely to understand, um, you know, and be able to follow things. So there's many different factors. But the point is that you might think, all right, I, I got, you know, 60%, 70% of that, I feel, although how do you know, really? But anyway, you get a sense of that and you kind of feel like um, that the rest of that percent, that's just stuff to work on. But feel good about the stuff that you understood and the, the rest of it is stuff to work on. But anything you understood, any part of that that you got and understood, that's a victory. And the rest of it is just stuff to be, to be worked on, right? Don't just feel like it's either 100% understand or failure, you know? Don't, don't think of it like that. I think that you probably know that. I mean, you're, you're still listening to this anyway, right? Um, <laughs> so... Let me just kind of talk about the beginning of the conversation, because maybe for some people, not you, I guess, because you're still here, unless you're a skeleton. Uh, some people just probably got confused right at the beginning. So at the very start of this, so I'm just going to try and summarise what happened at the beginning of the conversation. I would explain the entire conversation, but life is a bit too short, unfortunately, for that. But um, So at the start, right, I started the recording before we were actually ready to begin. I was halfway through making some tea. Amber and Paul had their tea. I hadn't finished doing mine. But I pressed record anyway because I had too many things to think about. And I thought, right, I just need to press record and then I don't need to worry about that. And we can just finish making the tea and then just sort of like follow this conversation and do our best to try and help the listeners understand us while also just having fun and having a natural conversation. So I started the recording before we were properly ready to begin. Um, also because I uh, we didn't have a lot of time, Amber had to leave at 3.30. So I just hit record. And uh, Paul at the start asked, which audience is bigger, the video viewers or the audio listeners? So am I getting more people watching or more people listening? Um, which is, he's asked me that before. Like people do ask me that because I'm on sort of both platforms. And I said the audio listeners outnumbered the video viewers. Um, and so Paul said that he wouldn't do too many visual things like visual jokes. And then he pretended to take his trousers off. Now, I guess this was in order to make a, a visual joke. So, you know, we better not do any visual jokes. And then, of course, he did one. And it was, he decided to, to uh, pretend to take his trousers off. I say pretend. He actually unzipped his jeans, but he didn't go all the way and unbuckle his belt or anything like that. So that was just a stupid little visual joke, which obviously I then had to explain for the audio people. But this act of taking the undoing the trousers, this led Paul, this led to Paul commenting that men only unbuckle their belt or fully undo their trousers twice a day. That's when you put your trousers on and take them off. The rest of the, unless you're doing, unless you have to sit down to do a, a poo, to do a number two, right? <laughs> um, although I, you know, I have to say, sometimes I will unbuckle my, I will unbuckle my belt and undo the the button on my trousers after I've eaten. If I'm feeling rather full and I'm sitting down, sometimes I'll unbuckle the, the trousers um, just to kind of give myself a bit more leeway in the trouser department. 
Um, I mean, you know, right? So there are other cases in which a man will undo his trousers. But anyway, that was that became the the, the starting point, and we were off. And the topic turned to the topic of men undoing their trousers in the toilet and maybe the un- some unconventional cases of that, including an example of Paul. He said that uh, he used to work with a guy or he saw a guy who, <laughs> instead of just opening the zip on his trousers and doing it that way, he would unbuckle the trousers, un- undo the, the button at the top and unzip them open the trousers out then and then pull his underpants down and pull out his well how shall i say it his his todger which was the word that paul used he'd pull out his todger and then put his hands behind his back and this is not paul by the way this is someone that paul saw uh, put his hands behind his back and pee into the urinal like that right which is just extraordinary. Um, I mean, unbelievable, really. And so that, you know, that was the beginning of the whole toilet thing. Um, And uh, we talked about, you know, the way that men undo their trousers and the way that men might urinate in the toilet. And then we asked Amber what it's like for women to use the toilet when they are wearing certain clothes, like, for example, a a one-piece outfit, you know, an outfit that's one, one single piece, like a jumpsuit. You know, how do women deal with that? Isn't that complicated? And that's how it all started, you see. So I guess if you're still listening to this, you got that, right? But I just wonder how many people gave up after the first five or ten minutes, either A, because they didn't understand what was going on, or B, because they were like, no thanks. Or maybe maybe you 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 started listening and you're like, oh, okay, fine, introduction, yeah, blah, 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 come on, Luke, get on with it. And then when Paul started talking about undoing his trousers and Amber started talking about taking her clothes off, that was it. Like, this is amazing. This is fascinating. I don't know. Uh, you can let me know. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Anyway, I think that's enough waffle, isn't it, at the end of this? Yeah, I'm going to stop in a second. Like I said before, though, leave your comments, okay? Leave your comments. If you have a comment section where you're listening, uh, leave your comments. You can always use my website for comments if you're in audio land. And the link for the relevant page on my website for this episode, that link is in the show notes. I talked about that recently. Where are the, where are the show notes? You know, uh, so check your podcast app of choice. The notes will be there, including a link to the website page for this episode where you will be able to leave a comment at the bottom. Um, and actually, could you do me a favor? Do you reckon you could do me a quick favor? Right. If you enjoy my episodes, could you give me a rating and a quick review? For example, on the Apple Podcasts page or Google Podcasts page, wherever you listen to this podcast, if you're able to leave a quick review, and a rating for the show, that would really help the podcast. Um, and if you don't want to help the podcast, then just never mind. Okay, just fine. Never mind. But if you'd like to help, even in a small way, you can spread the word about the podcast, recommend it to someone, and leave a review, leave a rating, and all that good stuff. It does help to generally promote the show. Word of mouth and um, encouraging the podcast to appear uh, in podcast apps and stuff. All of that stuff really helps to promote the show. 
Of course, you can also go further and you can send a donation to help support the show and you will find uh, a PayPal donate button on my website. PayPal is the only way, kind of the only way at the moment. You can send me just a, a good old fashioned bank transfer if you like. And just if you go to my website and go to um, in the section of the menu that says Luke and it says support Luke with a donation, you can actually send me a bank transfer and the details are there if you if that's what you want to do. And some people do that. Sometimes I'll, I'll just check my bank balance and I'll see donations from people, which is just amazing. Um, that is incredible. So anyway, where was I? So yeah, you could send a donation and you know, basically, if you have sent me a donation, thank you very, very much. You make this podcast possible and you allow this show to exist. Okay, seriously. You know, um, so if it wasn't for the donations and for the um, uh, the premium subscribers mainly, then um, you wouldn't be able to listen to two, to three people talking about going to the toilet. Okay, that would that wouldn't have happened. So thank you to you, and yes, the premium subscribers. Thank you also because you are proper stakeholders in this show. Your contribution is invaluable, um, and I hope that you like the content that you get in return. Uh, by the way, more premium content is coming soon. I promise. Maybe by the time I've uploaded this episode, there will be new content available. If you're ever wondering about like. If you if you ever think to yourself, Luke, I'd love to know, I'd love to get a list of all the premium episodes that you've ever done so that I can know their names. You know, I can know the titles of the episodes so I can know the, 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 the numbers of those episodes. And they all have P at the beginning, P1, P2, P, P, more P, which is quite appropriate for this conversation about toilets. But um, all the premium episodes have P in the in the title. And you might be thinking, I'd like to find those premium episodes. I'm a premium subscriber, Luke, and I want to find all those episodes, but I don't know what the, the numbers and names are. You can always go to my website. Um, in the premium section of the menu, uh, there is a, it says archive and comment section, the names of all the premium episodes. So that's where you would go to find the list of all the pos all the available premium episode names. And once you know their names, you can then find them in your premium list, right? Uh, yes. What else? Um, but yes, more premium content is coming or may already be available because I'm recording this like a few weeks before I'm going to publish it. As I always say, it does take some time for me to produce the premium content because it requires a lot more preparation due to the more rigorous approach that I take to those episodes with the PDFs and, and all the rest of it. So I am working on more story episodes for the premium content. I've been writing and rewriting some stories. I mean, I've, I've published two storytime episodes on Luke's English Podcast Premium, but I've got like loads more in the pipeline. I've been talking about this for flipping ages, but I promise you there's more of that stuff coming. It just takes a while. And anyway... So I'm working on more story episodes and I've been writing and rewriting some stories about my life mostly, including things like childhood tales and other anecdotes. So that's that's coming soon. Thank you if you're a premium subscriber. Again, you're keeping the show alive. 
If you have questions about Luke's English Podcast Premium, including the classic questions, which are, Luke, how do I get the premium PDFs? And Luke, how do I find all of the premium episodes and more? If you've got those questions, check my website, okay? All of those questions are answered on my website, uh, teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. Premium info. All the frequently asked questions are there with answers. Uh, thank you for your support, everyone. Okay, thank you very much. Let's keep this whole thing going, shall we? Okay, so take care out there in Lepland. Keep your chin up. Keep a smile on your face if you can. Be good to yourself. Be excellent to each other. Have a lovely, have another lovely morning, afternoon, evening or night. And I will speak to you in the next instalment coming soon. But for now, it's just time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. This is the second time I've done this in this episode. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.